Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me as always is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we begin, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. They have a huge selection of spirits, including 21 beers on tap, many of which are from local microbreweries in the South Jersey area. They have 18 widescreen TVs, so you can watch your favorite NFL team uh, through their Sunday ticket. And they have many delicious appetizers, including my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp, as well as dinner options like the roast beef supreme baked grouper and linguine and mussels. So if you find yourself vacationing on the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the giant insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May, the best shuck in town. So Saturday, Chris, I don't know if I ever looked less forward to a Giants game just because I thought they're going to lose by like 40. So I'm trying to think of things like I'm trying to think of things like maybe I can kick off with, you know, on Saturday, actually. I'm like, well, I went to a pizza place that I've never been to uh, that was phenomenal called Brooklyn Square in Jackson. Maybe I can bring that up. Um, Notre Dame, Chris, beat USC. I know you're happy about that. So, you know, I was flipping back and forth between – Notre Dame, USC in the North Carolina game. I'd be honest with you, going back and forth. Um, but look, uh, you know, the game started last night and and the Giants defense played really, really well. Kept them in the game. Uh, yep. The offense was up 6 nothing. But, I, you know, look, look we'll, we'll go through the whole game, Chris. But uh, the, the, the pessimist Giant fan in me realized that you, I could have turned that game off at halftime when um, we called a running play instead of a pass. Um, and the clock ran out. Um, look, it was a valiant effort, but we're one in five. We lost another one. Um, would I have felt better if we're two and four going against the commanders, the Jets, and then the Raiders? Yeah, absolutely. But we're one in five. Uh, it is what it is. Um, we had victory in our grasp. I know we have a lot of things going against us talent wise, but that game was there to be won. And um, another one we lost. So <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we didn't call a runner play. Tyrod Taylor called a runner play. Sure. Yes. We being uh, uh, yeah. Giants. I wasn't Dable and Kafka. That was Tyrod. Right. Right. Yes. Sorry. Who checked out, who checked out of a pass to a run and Mm. the whole nation witnessed Dable was not very happy with Tyrod Mm. at all. You Mm. know, that didn't work at all. Um, Couldn't get the snap. That was, that was a disaster. Not even coming away with three points. Horrible. Um, you were looking to make it 13 nothing, right? Going into the locker room there. Yep. Instead, they didn't come instead <laughs> they didn't come away with anything. Now look, Dable said it best today. He was on a Zoom with us. And uh, bottom line, Jerry, colossal mistakes. Oh, oh for five in the red zone. That's that's the bottom line. There it is. That's the bottom line. Yep. You know? Uh if you if you convert one one touchdown, you win a game. Yep. Probably. So Offense hasn't scored a touchdown in the first half in all six games this season. That's pathetic. They're they're averaging 11 points something a game. Mind you, that includes the defensive touchdown, so it's actually a little less than that. Um, Even New England passed them up yesterday, so Giants, I think, are dead last now. Mm. Um, The offense functioned, I thought, well at times with Tyrod Taylor. It did. You have to put the ball in the end zone. And they didn't. And even on the last play, they go down the field and they can't put it in the end zone to win the game. 
Uh, we'll get into, of course, your controversial calls. Definitely an interference there on Wall at the end. Yeah. No question about that. Yeah. Um, but you have to put the ball in the end zone. The defense did their job. I think most people felt that this was going to be a wipeout, including us too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was ready for it. <laughs> um, but what they did to Josh Allen and that offense was pretty impressive. Um, I know they had two long drives, but you know what? In the fourth quarter, but you know what? That was a lot of it was Josh Allen magic. It really was, you know? Oh, the throw, the touchdown pass was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Um, they ran the ball a little bit in a one drive on him, but if you hold Buffalo to 14 points in Orchard Park, you, win. you have to win that game. Yeah. yeah. And look, there's some questionable. The fourth and inches. I felt Dave should have went for it. Mm-hmm. Kicks the field goal, makes it nine nothing. To me, you got to score touchdowns. Um, a little inconsistency the way he approaches things, Dave. A lot of times, like, is he aggressive or not aggressive? You know, yeah. yeah. You saw a little bit last year too. Like, there was certain times where he would go for it, and then other times he punted. Like, well, yeah. wait a minute, you know, is he aggressive or you're not aggressive? You know, and I thought in that situation, Jerry, I thought they should have went for it. It was fourth and like a half a yard. Yeah, so yard maybe a yard full. I think it was. I thought it was like a half a yard. But do, do you think the play before the half made him gun shy on that one? I, I, I'm sure it did, but you can't play gun shy too, bro. No, I know. Yeah, you know you have Barkley running. Spread it out. Let Barkley run it behind an eleven personnel. Yeah. Try that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, look, we talked about it last week a little bit with Mark Collins too, and you know the coaching staff, which basically was throwing a lot of strikes last year. Um, their walks this year. You know, missing, missing the, the plate. Missing the plate. Yeah. You, know, you know, walking some people this year. Missing the strike zone. You yeah. know, in certain situations. You know. Mm. So look, uh, six nothing and a half could have should have been more. Um, I mean, everyone's like thinking said, it's at least nine. It's at least nine. It's at least right. nine. it's two scores, and, and to come away with nothing, man. Like that's yeah, that just, hurt. It's inexcusable, yeah. man. It hurt. No question about it. Uh, the defense, look, uh, they kept a lot of things in front of them. Didn't blitz much. Hmm. Um, didn't get any really pressure on Allen, but contained him at times. So he really didn't hurt him with his legs. But yep. Josh Allen did some Josh Allen things at the end. Especially yeah. that last draw. That throw, that touchdown pass to, to a guy that was targeted for the first time all season was just an incredible seed he threw. And I know Belton had his back to him, but still. He wasn't was even open. Seed. I mean, that's, he that's, wasn't even open. Chris, that's quarterback play, right? Like, that's what you talk about with the special quarterbacks. And and he made yeah. the play, and he wasn't even open, and you're just like, well, they, there you have it, you know. And and I, that's what hurt the most, man. It was just we had this one. Um, there were so many times, and I'm not a big blame the officials guy. I'm really not. In fact, I had, I had a bigger issue with the other calls than the pass interference, just because I didn't expect him to call it. I, it was pass interference. It was on Waller, but mm-hmm. you know the Evan Neal, you know illegal downfield, uh, yeah. that bad, play. Bad come, call. I mean, come on, the. Um, that's a, op- bad call, yeah, That's a bad terrible. call, Jerry. That's a bad call. He's not illegally down the field. No, no. He's still engaged, too, and and, and roughing, that, roughing the passer on Okereke. Uh, I give up on that, Jerry. I just give up with this league and that stupid call. And who? I really do. And it, I can't it, wait, Jerry. I can't wait till the league is embarrassed you yeah, you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope Roger Goodell has mud on his face and is embarrassed in a Super Bowl controversial call. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait, dude. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Might not be this year, next year. It's gonna happen. And you know, he he had such a good game, Okereke. Like, it's just a shame that that was called against him because 
look, he's been good the last few weeks. This was his best game. This was like, I thought I was watching Jesse Armstead out there. I'm like, this guy's all over the place. Um, you know, maybe one of the best performances by a giant linebacker in the last 10 years. It was that good. Yeah. I mean, he's all over the place, making plays behind the line, deflecting what he deflected a pass. He, which led to the pick. He forced a fumble. I mean, this is why we got this guy and his, his, his par- partner in crime there, McFadden, who's had a good year. You know, like, I just felt like, man, that defense deserved better. And between the calls that went against them and then the giant offense, the play calling, the the performance, and it just sucks, man. It's just such a shame. We're one in five. This season is is what it is. And, you know, they're playing out the slate now. And I know the optimistic, I'm a buffoon next week when the Giants play the commanders on Sunday, I'm going to be like, all right, well, if we rattle off four in a row, We'll be five and five. I'm an idiot, right? It's I know I'm going to feel that way, but the reality I is, I tell you what, dude, you're not an idiot. I was thinking this this morning, Jerry. You're not an idiot for that. Um, I was thinking this this morning when when I woke up and uh, I said, man, if they would have pulled that out, right, two and four, maybe you get Thomas back. You got Pew in there. Yep. Maybe Schmitz. I'm not quite sure what's going on with his shoulder, but if that offensive line settles down, you look at Washington, the Jets. Vegas, all teams in their weight class, and you say to yourself, "Man, if they would have pulled that out, yep, you go two and four, and the next thing you know, you could be four and four, right, or five and four. And Washington, they always play well against Washington, right, at home. Yep. The Jets are a good team, but a team that you you could beat, yeah, you know. Uh, and then you go to, and then you talk about Vegas, Dallas, you know, and all that stuff. But man, I, I was thinking the same thing. I yeah. was thinking the same thing. I said if they would have pulled that out." And then the offensive line settles down with the return of Thomas and all that. I think Pew made a difference last night. I thought when Pew settled down, look, it was remarkable what Justin did last night. Well, I mean, Justin the, told, yeah, go ahead. Ju- Justin told me in the locker room he expects to play. You know, if he gets in there, if he gets elevated, which obviously he did. Yeah, uh, he expected to play hopefully twenty to twenty-five snaps. Yeah, that's what he told me. Yeah. He played seventy-seven. He's got to be sore. I think you said. <laughs> He's got to be so sore today. And on top of that, he was forced to play left tackle. Left when tackle. Zoom I'm like, I was the guy who somebody who was it ran around him. Rousseau ran around him. I think I was like, oh god, he hasn't played left tackle in forever. I think he had, I forgot how many snaps he played in his career. But uh, then you know he settled down and like you you could feel it. Like, look, man, I, I know he's 33, but linemen can play longer, right? We didn't sign Whitworth when he was 37, right? Like, <laughs> we should be thinking about Justin Pugh beyond this year. Sorry, but. I, again, if he, if he continues to, uh, I'll say this, if he continues to play the way he played last night and kind of bring this line together a bit, let, let's keep him around, all right? Because there was a there was a noticeable difference last night with him in. I thought he played well as the game went on. Jerry, he in the limited amount of snaps he played at guard, he was playing well. He had a couple of good yes. blocks at guard. Right. Okay, so then now he has to kick out the tackle. He hasn't played tackle in a while. Right. He had some problems with the cadence, which he admitted. That's why he had a few false starts. Yeah. He got beat up. So what happens is he got off to a little bit of a slow start out of the set. He got beat a few times. Okay. But yep. once he settled down in that second half, yep. it was a different story. I and I'm well. telling you right now, dude. They better sign his butt to the active roster because somebody's going to swoop him up off the practice squad and put him on the roster. Yeah, that would almost be that would be negligent if they don't. Yeah. So you better you better make room for him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Azuto goes on IR. He's got the foot issue going on, the toe issue. I don't know. But you better put him on the active roster. I mean, fast because so I can see if he goes back to the practice squad, I can see somebody signing him real fast. I just can't imagine what it was like for him last night. Like I loved his intro straight off the couch. I thought that was hilarious. And then he He's plays like. When he plays left guard and Azuda goes out, I can't imagine the conversation. Ah, Justin, guess what? You're left tackle. Go get him, kid. 
I mean, he's literally the fourth string left tackle. I mean, because at one point you got to put Parrot ahead of him. At one point in the season, you know, Parrot was the, was the swing tackle, then Azudu, now him. I'm like, he's our fourth left tackle, and he looked second best at left tackle for, for in, in my opinion. So, um, Jerry, yeah. being, you know, being being well, first of all, you know, they will when they signed him to the practice squad and they talk about elevating him during a week, and you know, they will told him, listen, Justin. You might be playing every position except wow. center on this line. You might be right guard. You might have to go to right tackle. You're going to play. You're going to slot a left guard. And you and you and if we need you, which they did, yeah. you're going to go to left tackle. Yeah, he knew that. And being around Justin Pugh, the limited amount of time I've been around him in a locker room, yeah. he doesn't care, Jerry. He just loves to go out and hit people. He just wants to go play football. Yeah, let's let's and he keep, said let's that. keep that around. Let's keep that around. He said that. I, I thought so. All I was thinking about this morning too. Was if you could get Andrew Thomas back, yeah, you know Thomas Pugh and Schmitz comes back and Brendan Gowinski at right guard, and then you got Neil who played pretty decent last night. I was gonna say he played pretty well, yeah. All of a sudden you have a kind of like a settled down offensive line, yeah, and it gives you a shot. You know Tyrod yeah. Taylor could he do some deep balls because he had a shot last night, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so uh, you know. Pure was a great addition. I, I thought he held up well. I know he got off to a shaky stop and kicked him out the left tackle, but he settled it down. The offensive line settled down in the second half, opened up some, especially Neil, opened up some holes mm. uh, for Saquon, you know, and he he busted off some chunk yards. And um, that's what you need, man. I mean, uh, you know, you got this guy coming in, his veteran, and he's showing, you know, and he's showing some of these young guys what's up. And you got this guy that's fired up and run through a wall just because he's happy to play football again. I thought it was a big addition, you know? Yeah. I thought it was a big addition. And, and now hopefully, Jerry, his knee holds up, okay? Right. Yeah. Because like, like I said, Justin told me in the locker room that, you know, he's he's thinking 20 to 25 plays. Hopefully he gets in there. Mm. Um, and he winds up playing 77 because they had no choice, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And, and now hopefully the knee holds up. Um, and if it does, you got to sign him, dude. Immediately put him, you know, um, I mean, Dave's was on with us today. He didn't say anything about injuries. You know, he never does on Mondays, but it seems like, you know, he did hold up. We'll find out more on Wednesday, but, uh, I like the way they settled down the second half. Um, but you got to punch it in the end zone, bro. You got to punch in the end zone. They didn't. Yeah. No excuse. Right. I mean, you're down there twice and he didn't get anything. Um, Chris, how concerned are you with, uh, Daniel Jones injury right now? I'm concerned. Yeah. Look, we went through this in 2020. Remember, week to week? Right, yeah. right, and next right. you know, they shut him down. for the, Although, I I think I reported it back then. Somebody told me, look, he ain't coming back. Yeah, if right. I remember right, I think I reported it back then. Yeah. Saying he's, uh, don't don't expect him back. I think if yeah. I remember right. But anyway, the point, I haven't heard that anything about Daniel about that now. But it, it's concerning because you see some doctors jumping in on Twitter, mm. Jerry. Um, you see them saying, listen, this is what's going on probably with Daniel's neck. And now, they're not around. They didn't examine them, so you can only take that with a grain of salt. But they're not saying this just to get fouls. Right. You know? Yep. So, am I concerned? Yeah. I Look, Daniels told us it's not the same injury. It's sore and all that. But we'll see this week if he could come back because he had that procedure done. And how, you know, what, you know, the Giants, like a lot of teams in this league, are like the CIA with his injuries. So we really don't know what's going on with Daniel's neck unless somebody tells me over a week or the next few weeks. Um, but, you know, yeah, I, I am. Until he comes back, you know, I am concerned about the neck. 
When do you come back? When do you clear for contact? Can you, can you take another big hit? You know, or better yet, Jerry, you take another hit like that, you might be done in your career. What about right. that? Right, right, right. So it's very concerning, no question about and it. And how much is it going to affect your psyche when you come back too? You know, aside from getting hit. Yeah. Just you got to, it's got to be on your mind. And, you know, if you're coming back to a line that's not settled down, say they have a, say they throw up a stinker against the commanders and the lines in shambles, like, at what point do you make a business decision and say, well, we're going to sit out a little while longer? Like, I don't know. I don't blame them. Um, but it was good to see, you know, like Tyrod Taylor's like the opposite of what was here under Joe Judge, right? You have a viable backup now who, look, they didn't get in the end zone, but I thought he played really well. I mean, the guest we had on thinks he ran the offense better than Daniel Jones I saw on Twitter. And there are some Giant fans who think that as well, and that's fine. I, I'm not here to argue that. But it, it was just nice to see a, a backup come in and, Although we didn't score and, and he had the bonehead play at the end of the first half. Uh, Look, I'm not getting away from that, but he played well. Um, threw the ball down the field. Throws a nice deep ball. Hit um, hit high for what should have been a big one. Had some plays down the stretch that were good. Um, you know, it gives him a, a puncher's chance against, especially teams in our weight class in the next few weeks, if Jones can't come back. Jerry, what do you look for in a backup quarterback? They're backups for a reason, right? You look for a guy that could run an offense. Yep. And Tyrod could. He could run an offense. Yeah. What Joe Judge brought in a couple of years ago got him fired. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Got him fired. Yep. Um, so Tyrod, that's why when he, you know, when they signed to that two-year $17 million deal, I, I was like, this is a great signing because if something happens to Daniel, you want a backup, especially after we went through in 21. Right. You want a backup that can function, that can run right. an offense, a guy right. who knows what he's doing. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. No, man, just getting over a call. And and that's uh that's exactly what Tyrod did. Yeah. You know, he ran it off, made some plays. You know? No bad interceptions. No, no, no nothing fumbles. nothing stupid. Nothing stupid either. Look, did he screw up for a 13 year veteran with that alert? You know, obviously, you know, with that check down to the run. He admitted yeah. he you know, he admitted. I don't know what he was even looking at there, because they were overloaded on that one side. But anyway, um, you know, did he make some nice throws down the field? One, you know, one brought back at a bad call, high. Yeah, he was functional. Didn't get the ball in the end zone. That's the, you know, that's the, that's the bad mark right on him. So, uh, quarterbacks have to get teams in the end zone. Daniel hasn't done it either, except for one half. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. get what Collins was saying, and I kind of agreed with him too at the point. I was looking at him yeah. like, yeah, well, this guy is running the offense pretty well. Yeah. You know, no, I'm not saying there's no. Co- quarterback controversy you know Dave was even asked about that today and yeah, he gave I, the saw it, I saw it I saw it yeah he gave the Belichick's half laugh like are you kidding me with that question you could tell Dave was totally annoyed with that question yeah uh but no you know <clears throat> excuse me if Daniel even plays this time he might be able to do more things with his legs and even win that game yeah you know I'm sorry Jerry <clears throat> I'm getting over cough folks sometimes it attacks me again so um <laughs> Yeah, so but he was functional. You know, he put him in position to win the game, you know, but it didn't happen. All right, guys, we're 20 minutes in already. You're going to take a break and be right back after this. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back. Folks, listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody gets the biz, busy nano. Uh, so they're bringing in what? Two quarterbacks to look at? Matt Barkley and Ian Book. What, you're rooting for Book, I guess? Or you're... Oh, no. No, I know. Uh, no, I'm not rooting for Book because I saw him with the Saints and he was horrific. <laughs> and I wasn't too crazy about him it's in South Bend too. Golden South Bend too. So, yeah. so yeah, they're going to bring in some guys. You know, which what does that mean? Right, mm. that's the concern. What does that mean? 
Right. Just in case. It's not Tommy DeVito time yet, guys. <laughs> Some, something we don't know about yet. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a concern there. It has to be a concern. We know that, right? I mean, yeah, so they're going to work out a couple of guys. And, you know, Tuesday's workout day, Monday, Tuesday. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, but let, to go to the defensive side of the ball. Hey, one more thing on offense, Chris. How happy were yeah. you to see Hyatt getting involved? I mean. Right now. I'm very happy, man. I mean, yeah. you know, nice little dig route there. He takes the big hit. Yep. Um, Had the one big play that was called back, bad call. Yep. Jalen played 55 snaps, I think, last night. Isaiah Hodges is losing snaps to him. Yeah, he's done. He's, um, he's going to be phased out completely. Uh, we'll see. You know, every, every game plan is different, but you could see that they're thinking, you know, along the lines of that 11 personnel, you're going to see Shep. I keep going back Rondell. to what you said, that there's film on him now, and he's kind of – it's, you know, other teams know yeah. what he's doing and they know his tendencies. But I, I like the future of Hyatt, and uh, and I'm trying to look for silver linings here, guys, um, of Hyatt and Wandell Robinson. You know, I like, I like Wandell, man, in the slot there. And I tell you, Jeremy, he moves the sticks, Wandell. Yeah, he really you does. You know, uh, Wandell is very cognizant where the hell the sticks are, mm. okay? And, and you think, like, well, Chris, come on, he's in the NFL. Well, I've seen a million receivers catch a ball, not know where the sticks are, get tackled a yard before the sticks. Right. Or they don't want a deep enough route to the sticks. Or they try to make a times. move rather than just like – Collinsworth was oh. saying it last night, just split the defenders. Split the defenders was, and go. Two times last night, Tywat finds him in that slot. He does a little sit route, you know, yep. in his zone. Yeah. Turns around, heads right up. No, no dilly dally, no east west nonsense. Yep. Boom! Takes it right up to the sticks. I love the knowledge. Of, I love the knowledge from Wandale there. Now he knows situational football. He's yeah. aware of the situation. Hmm. He's a he. Look, he's a great slot kid. They're gonna have in the future, Jerry, because he could get open. It's tough to cover one on one. And he takes it up the field. Yep. Even though he's a little guy, he plays a little physical. He'll put his head down and get to those sticks. Yeah. Okay. Slayton did some good things last night. Um, Hyatt, look, that's what you're seeing. Slayton, Hyatt, and Wandell are getting those snaps now. Yeah. Shep, Shep is basically phased out. Isaiah's kind of phased out. Paris Campbell's is, is, on, a, is on a milk box now. Oh, so, kickoff except for returning a kickoff. You know, yeah. so yeah. that's where we're at, you know. Right now with the Giants, which is fine. Right, 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 right. If the offensive line gets settled down, you see these guys can make some plays. Right. And with Daniel, they will make plays. If Daniel comes back, they will make plays. Over it's over it's Tyrod next week, they can make plays. But the because the offensive line, you know, and I thought they did a good job. Kafka and Dave's getting Tyrod out of the pocket a lot of times, getting him out. Right. You know, um, and all that. And Tyrod, look, Tyrod throws a smooth deep ball. Bro. Really nice deep ball. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you see it the last two summers I've seen it, especially with Hyatt. They were really connected in training camp yeah, and all that stuff. You know, um, <clears throat> he showed the last night a few times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, hey, look, Jerry. So what do you hope for against Washington and the Jets moving forward? You hope you, hope you get Andrew Thomas back. I don't know if he's going to be back this week. I'm thinking more of the Jets. I got to be honest with you. But and Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. I, I'm not going to say it again after this. I've seen so many people. Oh, even if Saquon could play, rest him. Oh, rest yeah. him yeah. for the following week. You got Washington. You could beat those guys. Yeah. There's 17 games, only 17 games. This is the NFL. Yeah. If you could play, you play. Yeah. None of this, while well, he could play, but. We're going to save him for the following week. Uh, 
I I I talked to a few <laughs> former players last week talking about that. And they were like, "Oh my god, yeah, That's, NFL guys want to play. They they could play." So Saquon could have won that game for them last night. Yes, ninety-three yards. If he gets one of those first, if he gets that before the half, <coughs> excuse me, or they give it to him in the last play of the game, he put him in position. Big runs. I mean, so Saquon, who I didn't think was really going to play, Jay, I thought maybe he wasn't going to go. Yeah, felt better Friday and Saturday after we saw him. After he talked to us Thursday in the locker room, um, game time decision. We knew that. He yeah. worked out, and he told Dable. Yeah, I, I could go. So Dable said, okay, you're going. Not like, shh, shh, take one listen. Yeah. Don't tell nobody you could go. Right. We're going to save you for next week. Right. You know, the, the Yankees are coming in town. No. Yeah. You play. Uh, and I'll, I'll go a step further, dude. I, I know it's a money issue, and I know there, there, there's position value. I get it. But I, I, I'm I'm in the camp, Chris, of you got to do all you can to keep this guy in the franchise. I'm not saying be negligent and stupid okay. about it, but, right. you right. know, right. you're not even coming close in that game if Eric Gray and Matt Breed are your starters. You're just not. Like, okay, if you tell me you're going to pick up Bijan Robinson in next year's draft, okay, fine. I'll take that chance. <laughs> like, if you're, right. if you're saying if, if the running back class is as deep as the quarterback class is, okay, I'm okay with that if you're going to give me a, a second or third round stud. But you can't just get a guy and say, oh, that's my running back now. Like, even the Eagles traded for Swift. He's a good running back. Like, I, I just think he, he's that extra element that, you know, you saw yesterday, right? Like, he wasn't doing well, wasn't doing well on an injured ankle. And then, boom, that one drive, he gets the two huge gains. Eric Ray ain't doing that, and neither is Matt Breida. So, I, I, I just – look, I, I'm not saying to, to be stupid about it, but stop saying, well, we can just get the next Saquon in the third or fourth round because you can't. You well, it's rare. It's rare. Jerry, just to back up on yeah. a little bit, I don't know mm-hmm. if people are saying you could get the next Saquon on the third or fourth round. I think a lot of people say you could get a very good back. That's very serviceable in the third or fourth round, like a lot of other teams do. Now, if somebody says you could get another Saquon in the third or fourth yeah. round, no, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm just saying that I I just think we they people say that like, I don't know. It's not yeah, as common. Like, it's like, not like as common. Saquon is just some some yeah. average back. Yeah, right. no, I get, listen. Yeah, I get what you're saying, bro. Yeah, I get yeah. I get what you're saying totally. It's like when um, they say you don't take a quarterback in the first round because because of Tom Brady. Yeah, that's like one in a billion <laughs> or or Purdy. Yeah. Okay, two in a billion. That doesn't happen look, all the time. Look, Saquon's a dynamic back when he's healthy. Yeah, give him a little holes. Give him some holes, and you see what he does. He gets he gets to that second level and look out. You know, right? right. Um, we know that. We know that. So um, look, Jerry. I don't want to lose Saquon either. We'll see what happens, but it's all going to come down to you. Got to remember something, dude. Too, he missed. He's been injured. I know. I know. Um, and money wise, nobody wants to lose Saquon Barkley, but it comes down to that position, money, and all that stuff. But we'll see that. We'll see what happens in January, February with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's go to Jerry. Let's switch over to the other side of the ball, the Giants' defense a little bit. Yeah. Um, fun. No sure. sacks. Fun. No sacks. Yeah. Really no hits, but they did a good job containing Josh. Yeah. Um, I know Diggs had 100 yards, but he had 10 catches. Yeah. ten Obviously, 10 a catch, a lot in front of him. Um, didn't really hurt them down the field Mm-mm. on big plays, which Gabe Davis and Diggs like to do, um, which they, that's part of their offense, winging it down the field. They like to attack down the field. James Cook didn't really hurt them on the ground. No. You know, um, they, they really did miss Dalton Kincaid, their rookie tight end. Dawson Knox didn't really hurt the tight end, really didn't hurt him. 
Josh made some spectacular plays. They got the running game going on one drive. But I, I thought the defense – look, I, Jerry, I, I know, you know, a lot of people – when Bobby Kurake signed here, I told you, watch for this dude. Yeah. All right? <coughs> He's real active. And, and the first three games, <clears throat> missed tackles. Yeah. Played okay. Right? Yeah. Played okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair enough to say? Uh, Play okay? Uh, average. Very average. Yeah. Played average. Mm-hmm. So, the last two games, you have seen why the Giants signed Barbara Kerrick and what I've been talking about because, you know, a lot of people like to jump on who probably never even saw Barbara Kerrick play. Right. And probably had no idea who he was or heard of him. Maybe saw him once play mm-hmm. for the Colts. And, yeah. And when, they played, when, on, he, when he played the Giants last year, they saw him. Yeah. And they're jumping on. He stinks. He's a bust. Yeah. This is what we signed, this and that. And I try to tell people, like, and Bobby told me this in the locker room, that he he admittedly struggled because he was getting used to the system. Sure. He was in one system for four years, and this is a totally different system. And people got to realize that when, when you know that system, like the back of your hand, that's when you cut it loose. You yeah. play free yeah. because everything's secondhand. Yep. You know what the hell to do on the field. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that with a hurricane now. That game he played last night, like you said, Jerry, might have been one of the better games since Jesse Armstead days. Yeah. Yeah. And that includes Antonio Pierce, who played some real good games for right. the Giants. Right. But Bobby Okurake, <coughs> excuse me, was Fred Warner like last yes. night. Yeah, he was. He was Fred Warner like. Yep. Now I'm not saying Bobby is Fred Warner or Bobby's gonna play like that every week. He's not. But you are now seeing what I talked about. Yeah. A very active linebacker, both in coverage, sideline to sideline, and tackling because he now knows Wink what Wink wants to do, and he's just cutting it loose. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I you know you can't tell people what to do, but just you know ch- before you label guys, say stink, their boss, what kind of signing is, you know, just give it some time. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot more that goes into this game that you know. That, that behind the scenes that people just don't know about. You know what I mean? And, and But I tell you, man, I put it on Twitter today, dude. You tell me, you know, how you feel about this. That McFadden-Okurke mm. combo, mm. to me, it's getting better. We know what Bobby's doing now, but I tell you what, I kind of really like the way McFadden's coming on. Pleasant surprise, Chris. I did not see this coming, especially after last year. And I know <laughs> linebacker's tough for a rookie. But I didn't know he had this type of athleticism. He looks faster this year too, dude. Because he's playing freely, Jerry. Yeah, he knows right. the system. You yep. get what I'm saying? Yep. He's yep. playing downhill now. Yep. yep. That's what he did in college too. He's playing downhill. Yeah. It's not easy for a rookie in wing yeah. system. Not that it's the most complicated, but you have to know a lot. The inside linebacker is tough for any rookie pretty much. It takes a, a little while. And you mentioned something before. I'll, I'll stick with the linebacker. But you mentioned something before, no sacks. But that's not a game where I, I judge this – I judge sacks by, I just wanted Josh Allen contained. And that's exactly what they did. Like yeah. if you said to me going into this game, what do you want to see sack wise? I'm like, I don't care about sacks. I want him in front of them. I don't want him taking off and killing him with his legs. And he really didn't do that last night. And he no. was frustrated by that. He did a couple, he getting, maybe once, he, maybe once. He was getting pissed. He right. was getting frustrated. Right. So the I'm, not, I'm, I'm okay with, I mean, the, 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 the Thibodeau almost getting him and McFadden missing him. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. It's frustrating to watch. And he's big. But, <laughs> right. But I, I was okay with like, if you said no sacks, I'm like, well, I don't care about that as much. Did they keep him in front of him? And they did. So that's what I was happy with. But yeah, dude, 
you said it, Okereke and um, and McFadden. What a what a pleasant surprise it's been. You know, we were kind of like going into the season, we're like that's another question mark, and who would have thought, man? It's almost like might be the one of the better parts of the team right now. Yeah, you know, and you know, Isaiah Simmons didn't get many snaps last night. No, McFadden, I saw that. Yeah. McFadden was doing his thing, and look, look, Mike, you know, look, <laughs> he's got to clean some stuff. You got to cough too. <laughs> he's got to. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. He's got to clean some stuff up, McFadden. You know, he's not the most polished inside back of and all that. Right. Um, but you know what? I like what he's doing. Yeah. He's a good downhill blitzer. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's physical. He's hitting those gaps. Uh, yeah, he missed some tackles this season. I get it. But I like what he's doing, man. Yeah, I, me too. I like what they showed last night. And yeah. Okurike, you've seen – now you've seen Bobby Okurike. But, you know, you look at this up front. I thought Dex was pretty active. At times, you know, uh, Leo oh, was, yeah. and, and I got to tell you this, Jerry, right now. I got to tell right. you this right now. I have no problem what happened in the end zone with Dex smashing guys. Leo knocking people on their ass. Yep. Going, you know, sticking up for each other. Both teams are good at flags. You know that. I, yeah. I have no problem whatsoever. Yeah, it was It was going to be off no matter what. I was fine with it. I, I You know what? Back each other up. The, the Giants came out with fire last night. You could tell they were, they, they were chippy. I liked it. You you would you would have thought that the Bills were a division opponent the way they were going at it last night. Right, okay? right, right. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I Especially the situation where they were. They were on the one-yard line, and you weren't going to take it anymore. Like, if it was like yeah. – if the Bills were driving to win the game, and it's third and four, and you're doing that, you're like, and, and it's on you, you're like, oh, my God, what are you doing? you got to keep your composure. But at that point in the game, no, nah, I was fine with it, man. Stick up for the team. Absolutely, uh, man. You know what? You show some fire. You stick it up for your teammates. I didn't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, I yeah. really didn't. Nope. Um, this Tay Banks kid, dude. Oh. Uh, um, I think the Giants have a real legit corner here for a long time. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, targeted three times. No, no receptions on him. Um, look, Tay's got to clean up some things with his hands. Okay, he's got to, and he will, and he will. You know, yeah. um, he he got called for a hold last night or contact, whichever one it was. He got a, clearly got away with another one. I saw <laughs> clearly got yeah. away with another one. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, man, um, he's physical. Yeah, he could cover in man mm. press. He's not afraid of anybody. Um, the Giants got a legit kid here. They got a legit kid here. Um, no question they do. about it. So and I, I, I like what he's seeing. I like what he's showing. And someone who's flying under the radar a little is Cordell Flott. He's playing well too, and he's playing well. And I like that he likes playing in the slot, Flott in the slot. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah. the Giants could have something there with those draft picks, right? Like you talk about, all right, how is Joe Shane building this team? And look, guys, we're one in five. I get it. There's a lot of negativity. We're trying to find some positives. And some of the positives are, you know, some of these draft picks are starting to work out a bit, right? You know, Tay Banks, John Michael Schmitz was playing well. I think Cordell Flop played is playing well now. So in that secondary, um, it's a nice story right now. And and Hawkins didn't, and I don't know how much Hawkins played last night. Um, I don't know if you had well, to snap. Dory got it. When Dory got yeah, like he didn't, he didn't, wasn't noticeable either last night. He, he no. didn't, you know, so. Yeah. A no, nice little a, secondary they, we're having. They did a nice job, you know. Uh, the defense did a hell of a job. To hold the Bills on the 300 yards is quite an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and um, I think they had two, uh, let me look at my stats quick. I think they had 296 they wound up with last night, the Bills. So that that's quite a, you know, that's quite, that's a 297. That's quite an achievement. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really yeah. is. So, um. The defense did their part. The defense did their part. Uh, the offense didn't get it in. Zero yeah. five in the red zone, yeah. and all that. So that Come that on. was the story of the game. 
Um, like I like we said earlier, I thought Dave should have went for the fourth and a half yard. And what was the field. shotgun play? Was that a third or fourth down where that was like third yeah. and very short? And it was like, what are you doing here? Yeah, come on. I, I, I hate that. Oh. Get on the center, please. You know. I, you know, I look, so. I'm, like, I'm not trying to Monday morning quarterback, but I did like the play action at the end of the game. I did like that call. I just wish they gave Waller more space to make a play. It just seemed like where you were throwing that ball, I mean, aside from being mugged, okay, it, you don't have, it's almost like I'm going to throw this ball. I wonder what the percentages were. Someone's got to have it somewhere for him to actually come down with that because he had to get both feet in. I just would have liked him to go more towards the corner, more of a fade. Try, give him, give him a, a 50-50 ball. Give him that chance. That's all. Yeah. So I didn't love that. Yeah. I didn't love that play call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't. Um, I was hoping, honestly, that I, I was hoping they would spread it out in 11 personnel and let Saquon run it. Spread okay. out that yeah. defense and let him run it. That's, yeah. Jerry, you know, if you, you've, heard, <coughs> you've heard me say this for years. On short yardage situations, I love to spread it out and let yeah. your back shoot it up in there. Yeah. Um, look. While it's bigger than Tyron Johnson, right? Um, a better throw there, a better throw there. I, I, it was a little high, and he was grabbed. He couldn't get the left arm up and all that. But if that ball's a little lower, I think yeah. they still have a shot. I think Darren still has a shot at bringing that down. Yeah, you know, it was a combination. It was a little bit high. He couldn't really get it because he was getting pulled at. It was a definite penalty, no question about it. Um, so, so they felt they had the matchup. They went with it. <coughs> Excuse me, they went with it. And yeah. no call. Look, you know you're not getting that call in Buffalo after they gave it – not gave it, after they called the other one. Yeah, right, right. I tried to explain that. Like, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, you know – The, the reality a, is you're not getting it. In reality, you're probably not getting it again, which right. is bullshit. Don't get right. me wrong. Right. It's bullshit. In MetLife, right. probably another flag. Right. Okay, right. let's do another one. Fourth and goal in the one, you know? Right. Uh, first and goal to one. You know, let's do another – last play of the game. Let's get another one. Yeah. But – you just knew it, uh, and I got to be honest with you, when I first when the place when the play first happened, I was like, "Oh, a little high, couldn't come." And then I looked at it again. Wow, this, he really grabbed him. Like yeah. that was like that wasn't even close. That was interference all the way. You know, yeah, so, it was. Yeah, but, but. Uh, look, I credit, I credit Wall and I credit Tyrod Taylor. Man, they. They took the high road after the game in the locker room. Like Waller didn't blame the ref. He's yeah, like, Waller even said I was too busy trying to push him off rather than reach up. He's like, I should have just reached yeah. up to get it. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, I, I have to be honest with you, dude. Um, I saw a lot of using Waller as a decoy during camp and Bellinger's, and with Daniel Bellinger leaking out in camp. I said, watch out for that play in the red zone this year. Remember? Mm. If they would have did that last night, yeah, they would have did. If they yeah. would have, and just leaked Ballinger out, he would have been wide open. Is it more frustrating for you, Chris, that you see this yeah. stuff in camp, and you're like, "Why aren't you doing it now?" Because a lot of us aren't seeing it in camp, right? I, you know what I mean? I mean, I, look, it's is it a confidence thing? Oh, I don't think this play will work with Kafka. No, but does it make it harder for you to watch it because you've it's, seen it's, it? It's harder. It's harder because. You see it full of defense in camp. Yeah. And they didn't go to it all night. Ballinger wasn't even targeted, I don't think. No. And, dude, if you go to it right there, you come, you uh, use that 12 personnel. Or it might have been even 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Cager might have even been on the field. That's yeah. So, it if you leak out a Cager or leak out a Daniel Ballinger, Jerry, Buffalo, no way they cover that. No yeah. way. Yeah. 
it's it's like I said, Kafka and Dable um, have missed the strike zone at times, at times with some of this decision making, call play calling. That would have been a sure touchdown if Bellinger would have just leaked out, or Cager would have leaked out. Mm-hmm. And that I think they were in thirteen on the last play with Saquon, you know. So, um, but it is what it is, dude. And like you said, if you're two and four going into this next slate of games, you're starting to feel okay. And the reason why you didn't even consider, like the, when they were one and four going into Buffalo, you're like, we have no chance. We're going to be one and five. We have no chance. But we, <laughs> yeah. but we no. did have a chance. We did. Should have won a game. Should have yeah. won a game. And that's what hurts more. Yeah. Yep. Should have won a game. You know, yeah. should have got out of Orchard Park with a victory. And now you'll be singing a different tune saying, hey, we always beat Washington, and then we'll go down to the Jet game and see if we could get back to 500. And you deserve no more torture trying to hold in your cough, Chris. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm all right, man. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, we'll come back. We'll live stream it for everybody. Uh, everybody chime in. When do you go, Wednesday, back. you think? Uh, maybe Wednesday night. We'll see. You know? Or Friday. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. Wednesday. Oh, well, it's got to be a nighttime. We want to live stream a night so everybody yeah. home from work. Could, yeah. They could chime in. It's probably Wednesday night. Yeah. We'll talk about Washington um, and how they were very fortunate to win that game yesterday. They had no right winning in Atlanta yesterday. Right. Um, and the Giants look to get back on track. Uh, I should say, hopefully get some bodies back and get a, get a win against a team they have a lot of success against, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, I tell you, man, we would be singing a different tune right now if they were two and four upsetting Buffalo going into this Washington game. You would always feel of- like, wow, this is this is the best feeling two and four Giants team ever. Like yeah. you would feel really good about it. And it's such a shame they couldn't pull it off because you'd, man. Yeah. No, and it's not, look, uh, dude, I don't know how you feel about this, but there's, there's no moral victories. Here, no. You know? there's, no. There's no moral victories. No. We, Me, you, and Mark Collins talked about it last week on a podcast saying, you know, we want them to compete here. Right. Progress and competing. Right. And Mark texted me that yesterday. He goes, we competed finally. Yeah. We competed and should have won. Yeah. You know, that's what we we're looking for. And that's what they did. But yep. that's it. <laughs> right. Right. I, I see some, you know, I see some people, I, I get a text from a, a friend, you know, uh, oh yeah, well, well, that was great. Well, uh, dude, no, no, we lost. We lost. And, and Dable said it. No, no, uh, no trophies <laughs> for no trophies for trying, which was the book from Eisenberg. Yeah. No medals for trying, a Parcells yeah. book, you know. And that's how you felt. Like, and Dable, I'm glad that he said that because, you know, if you get up there and you say like, "I'm proud of my guys," like, "Oh, save it, oh, man, no. save that," because a lot of guys would. Like, you know, Shermer, yeah. you know, Judge would have got up there and said, "I'm proud of this team." Like, great, great, we lost again. We're one in five. So. Jerry, Jerry, I'll give you a quick story. You know, yeah. being up in the stands in 1977, I guess the Dallas Cowboys and Roger Starback, and the Giants actually had them beat, and the yeah. Giants were horrible, right? Yeah. And Starback, of course, I'll never forget it. They got the mm. ball with two minutes left. I think the Giants were up by three or four. Mm. And my father said, oh, Starback's going to lead them right down the field. They're going to win this game. No question. And they went right down the field, and they scored. But a lot of people leaving Giants Stadium that day like, there's so much better than us. We right there. It's like, it was like a moral victory, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. we could never yeah. play with the Cowboys. You know what? Yeah. This is a no moral victory. They're one in five. This was a playoff team last year. They competed yeah. hard, and you want to start stacking that because when you start stacking that competing, you're going to win some games. Right. 
They weren't competing before last night. They were getting their doors blown off. <laughs> right. They were. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. competed last night. They could should have won this game. Uh, they could. Excuse me. They could have won this game. Yeah. Okay. They didn't. But you you start stacking competing games. You're gonna win. You the Buffalo's added a Giants weight class, and they still almost came up with a, a Buster Douglas knockout. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got teams Washington, the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, um, uh, New Orleans down the road, Las Vegas, uh, uh, the Raiders, uh, uh, the Raiders down the road, yeah, and all that stuff going on. Yeah, you start stacking, competing, and yeah. you're going to win some games. That I could promise. When you get Andrew Thomas's back and all yeah. that, that I could promise you, they're, they're going to win some games. Just take one at a time. Just get a win, like you said. Start stacking, and then go from there. You know, like uh, it's it's. It's too early for tankathon.com, guys. Let's let's try to get a win. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And let's go. I, I don't want to see that too, man. I know the draft and what to pick. And, oh, my God. So I was flipping the other night, though, I, I admit, between Notre Dame and, and UNC. So I wanted to see both those well, quarterbacks. Oh. <laughs> I admit it. Yeah. So, so I was, hey, Joe Shane goes to those games, Chris. So, you know, hey, listen, I felt like I had to do my due diligence. Oh, Joe too. Shane was at, I think he was at Notre Dame that oh. night. Oh. Uh, obviously. Your boy. Uh, for Caleb Williams, but trust me, what I'm telling you, you know, Notre Dame's got a lot of talent. USC's got a few guys, yeah. Um, but Notre Dame has a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, yeah. Um, yeah. and he's there for Joe Walt, too, brother. Yeah. Trust me, what I'm telling you, he wants to see Joe Walt, yeah, up close and personal, uh, because he's probably the best offensive lineman in the game. One he's of like the a, top two, he's gonna tell Evan Neal, good, 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 congratulations, Evan. Got good news, you're moving to left guard, and you got Joe Walt next to you now. Go get him. <laughs> So, you know, it, you, know right, right, you have right. to look at all these kids. And Notre Dame has, you know, they got a few kids that you want to see. On a, two of them on the offensive line. Yeah. Uh, and, a, and a couple of guys, you know, on that defense too. Uh, you know, so. Um, yeah. That was just a great. Going back to Notre Dame game, that was just a great defensive game plan by Al Golden. Um what he did the other night. He just mixed up the looks of Caleb Williams and they were getting pro- – he just basically – when he he did single high, yeah. He did he did a shell. He did a lot of press man, and he rushed five guys. Every basically every pass that Cable Williams threw, he rushed five. Yep. And they were getting pressure. No, they including how it cost his son. Yep. They could get pressure up front. Bat- yeah. Baptiste and all. they these guys they could get pressure, and they whipped up on them up front. Yeah. And Cable Williams hasn't seen that in a while. No, he looked pretty ordinary. And he was throwing some balls like, "What the f is going on? I'm getting yeah. hit," you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I tell you why this was a dangerous matchup, but I knew we were going to kick the crap out of them. And I'm not, and Jerry, you know me. I don't Monday morning yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I don't say it oh, after the fact. They go, oh, yeah, see, I told you. No, I knew they were going to beat USC because they had the – football is all about matchups. Yeah. Notre Dame has two great cover corners. Yeah. Their sophomore Morrison is phenomenal, one of the yeah. best corners in football. Cam Hart, the other side who's coming out, He's one of the best. He's one of the better corners. He, those guys could cover corner. They could they could press right. press bail whatever the hell you want them to do. And I knew they could get get to him up front on USC's offensive line. That's why I said USC is going to be in trouble today. I knew it, dude. Yeah, I knew it. You know, and yep. and, and you know, and I was just it was a great game play. It was a great night in South Bend. Uh, whenever we beat the shit out of USC, it's a great night. I was happy for you because I saw that. I'm like, ah, Chris has to be happy about this. And I yeah, see you like, lost always a look. good night when you beat USC. <laughs> it's always a good night when you beat USC, especially where they ranked the six and all. Caleb yeah. Williams, he's a phenomenal young talent. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And and the loss to Ohio State three weeks ago, it just still sticks in my claw. You know what sure, I mean? So as it should. Uh, 
but the comeback is South Bend, beautiful night, and the whole and it was just a great. It was you know, yeah, uh, to knock them off because I can't stand USC, you know. Yeah. So nice. I, I, you know, I you know going back to freaking Lindell White and those guys. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. You know, right. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, nice. we'll talk during the week. All right, man. We'll talk about why the Giants are going to beat Washington Sunday. How about that? Hey, dude. I mean, I think we'll take it. I think Giant fans want to hear stuff like that because they need some hope now. We don't want the season over by Halloween, even though it's, you know, one in five. It's getting late early. So, all right. Good stuff, dude. We'll be back Wednesday, probably, or we'll figure it out. We'll be a live stream. You guys can chime in. Um, Sundays are Giant days, folks. Take care, everybody.